day. Happy whatever day it is. It is the new Royals. Actually, it's today. It's Friday. We're a little bit day behind. So I'm Sean. I'm Paul. How are you guys doing? We hope you guys are well and that that we are finding you well. Uh, before we get rolling, I just want to remind you about all the good stuff. You know, click, like, subscribe, mm. share so that you are able to be notified when all of the new things drop, the feed, updates on websites, merch stores, books, all sorts of great mm-hmm. stuff. And then, of course, here, the weekly New Royals podcast. So, Polly, how is life in Texas? Looks like you've got a little bit of a different backdrop today. I, I do. So, uh, you know, funny story. I have six kids, for those who don't know me, and they're all home right now. And uh, it's one of those days where my office is not very quiet, uh, except for when we do our usual record time. So I had to find a quiet place, and I found a quiet place. It's a little different, but it's working, and that's all that matters, because we wanted to get this out to you guys uh, this week. Um because we're, we're going through something and we want to share our process in it because I think we're not alone in kind of our season right now. No, we're alone. It's just <laughs> us. It's just It's us. no one else. It's just us. <laughs> but it's good, right? I mean, it's, it's not it's good. So it's so good. I think, parts of it just suck, but it's like, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. It, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's the, uh, the pain that hurts so good. Kind of, that's what I'm believing. You they know? count it all joy when you endure various trials. Those are the ones that exactly. sound so good when the trials are just like <laughs> wee big. It's like, oh man, that's right. You yeah. need to just count this old joy. It's they just sound amazing joyful. when you're just when you're just reading a verse about it, but right. then you experience it. <laughs> it's like, that's why we need to do that. And it's like, well, hey, here's your chance. Like, oh man. Well, no, Move that's up. good. We'll, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna chit chat about some of those things today. We're all, you know, yeah. I mean, to some degree. Um, I don't know if you checked out the podcast last week. Actually, the podcast last week, I, I kind of walked away and went, you know, I don't really know about that one. That was a little <laughs> bit of a different podcast there. And then different. I went back as I was editing and and listening to it, and honestly, I came away going, wow, that was good. So if you have not listened mm. to last week's podcast, you yeah. should. Because yeah. not that I like should statements because I don't, but it's a good one and it's worth listening to uh, because I really do feel like, you know, it's it's there's a lot of hope in it. It's not one of those things yeah. where we're talking about challenging times and everyone's kind of just sitting on the floor crying, going, boo hoo, doesn't things suck for me? And then inviting everyone else to come do that as well. It's yeah. actually it's actually really good. I think one of the things about facing challenges is is perspective. Where's mm-hmm. your perspective at? And we talked a couple times about the feed on, I think it was called the one that was titled uh, Glass Half Full. If you haven't seen it, go back and check that one out. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, one of the things that that enables you to have any amount of success moving through trial is to keep your perspective in check. If yeah. you're not able to keep your perspective in check, yeah. Anything that's even available to you. It was like, uh, you know, this morning my wife and I were talking about doing something, and I was like, well, you know, I, I was just telling her somewhere I'd like to go, and she's like, I don't think we could do that, and I'm like, and she started listing off the reasons we can't do it, and I was like, mm. okay, we need to start finding the reasons we can, and she's so like, good. I don't think we can, and I started listing off the reasons. So I was like, good. so it's not so good. not to do it, but how can we do wow. it? <clears throat> that's so good. And, I love that. And all of a sudden, ideas started coming. They were great ideas, but they were ideas. And, um, you know, so it was like, okay, this might just work. And so, 
Um, yeah, it was really, 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 really uh, kind of eye-opening that really perspective is a huge component to Absolutely. how we're doing this here. So, All right, we're back. We did a little bit of an echo cancellation. So we're, now we're working on our sound editing. Live, li- I was going <laughs> to say live television. It's not live television. But anyway, so yeah, being able to... Mm-hmm. to perspective yeah Yeah. use your perspective to to see things Mm -hmm. for for how they possibly can be instead of just focusing on what what they're not right yeah and what i would say on that too is just um i know sometimes you can be like discouraged when you hear something like that because it's so easy to be like well i lose my perspective all the time just get it back that's what i do i mean and we're going to talk about this today because trust me my perspective is not always perfect especially in some of the seasons i've faced lately and uh, but it's just about getting it back and and refocusing, kind of like what you were saying, Sean. I love how you uh, how you twisted that circumstance into a a good thing. You took like a I, I, I'm thinking of like a um, windy line, and you just twisted it straight by pulling it straight. And I I love that. It's just a refocusing. And honestly, it's uh, I want to say it's kind of like what we're doing here. Like you and I, we believe in this new royals thing. We we both have a, a heart for it, a vision. For sure. And it's like, we could easily think of all the reasons why it won't work, you know, and, but we're not, we're, we have vision and we're just going to go after it. And honestly, it's kind of anything in life. That's a risk. You have to do that. You have to have a perspective why it could work. And it goes back to the, the, you know, the gospels where it's just uh, to God, everything is yes. And amen. His promises are yes. And amen. And um, it's so easy for us to go away from that. (laughs) And and we're told that it's practical. We're told that that's wisdom, but that's not wisdom according to God, which is a funny thing. Right. I love it. It's true. I think anything you face this, anything that you, you attempt to step out, you know, unless, you know, Unless you're born with a silver spoon and you've got all the money and all the resources and the risk level goes way down, yeah. um, anything worth doing has an element of risk to it. And anything that has an element of yep. risk to it is going to have an, a hurdle of some sort that needs to be overcome. And yeah. um, you know, one of my old bosses had one of these, he, these things. He says, I may not have as much talent as the next guy, but I have the ability to outwork him. Mm. And so his, his belief system, you know, or, or it's kind of like, you know, the, the basketball adage, you know, that, you know, how does that, how does it go? I forget how it goes. This is, you know, there's someday, you know, you, you can work as, you know, four hours a day on your jump mm-hmm. shot. And one day you're going to meet somebody who works five hours a day on their, on their, <laughs> on their jump shot, you know, and, <laughs> and that person's going to beat you. Or yeah. I, actually one of my boss, he, I had one boss in my life that was terrible. I mean, he was great. He's, he's a great guy, but his, his <laughs> attitude was terrible. Uh-huh. I worked for him for five years when I was back in the mortgage industry. And he, yeah. it just got bad. It got mm. bad. And like in the fifth year of the company, when the company was starting to decline, he started logging onto this, this organization called Despair, despair.com. Oh, wow. <laughs> where they sell all these photos that are memes that mm. are all, you know, instead of motivational memes, um, you know, it, they're totally anti-motivational <laughs> memes, and it's you know, like the ones that say, oh, uh, so bad. you know, it's just you, you know, how the meme would say you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't mm-hmm. take, you yeah. know, and to just leave it there, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> this one said you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, and about ninety-eight percent of the ones you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just terrible. Oh, it was just like, or it had a penguin. That's so it's, funny. You know, you never know how far you can walk until you actually try to fly and it's a penguin, yeah. you know, um, you know, it was just, but it was, you know, it, he basically, he had just kind of given up and eventually wow. he lost his company. Oh, um, but, guy. but the challenge is that 
anything that's worth doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and even in the, the challenges that we're facing in culture right now, right? Mm -hmm. the, the challenges yeah. we face in culture right now are crazy because because you feel almost like you're helpless against the scenario. Like it's just too big. Uh, you know, my voice doesn't mean anything. And it's it's those people that make a decision to say, you know what? I'm not helpless in this situation that maybe I'm one voice, but one voice will be a light to another voice and another voice and another. And that's how all great movements start. So there are people out there right now who are trying to use their voice um, <clears throat> that are having to push past fear, having to push past anxiety, having to push past, you know, wondering if, you know, if, if, if any attempt they do or is even going to matter, you know, having to push past and overcome those things and say, you know, I'm going to keep my perspective. I'm going to follow what it is I believe God is telling me to do. And if if we persevere, if we continue to push through, you know, we will see fruit. Absolutely. One of my favorite things to do is go back in history and read the biographies of great people. And and I don't even mean like the big books. We could, you know, I'm not going to read 800 pages on Winston Churchill every day just to get encouraged. But you could just read little blurbs, little pages. Just go Google and Wikipedia even it. And it's just incredible that most of the greatest people in life who historically great, I should say, um, had crazy backgrounds. You know, one of my uh, my wife and I talk about this often, actually, is because there's so many dreams and um, visions and hopes for our lives that we just haven't seen yet. And, you know, it's so funny. We you can do this when you're 20, but you start thinking like it'll never happen for me, which is always a lie from the enemy. You know, I'm almost 40 now. And so it's it, that thought comes even more often and, and I'm better at deflecting it. But sometimes it gets in. Yeah. And I just go back and I remember like so many people just went through the craziest stuff. And C.S. Lewis has this great quote about um, a lot of the people forged in the, the hottest fire um, and the longest fire. It's because of the greater calling. And that encourages me. And that's not saying like better than you or anything like that or anybody out there. But what it is saying is it's an encouraging thought to myself to remember that many great people come from the hardest backgrounds. And some people, it wasn't as hard, but I, I remember like William Wilberforce who uh, ended up, um, he was a catalyst for ending slavery in Britain and he fought his entire life for that. And it was only three days before he died that it was actually passed. He was actually on his deathbed sick when he found, heard the news that slavery been abolished in Britain. And so some of the greatest things we're fighting after, we we have to partner with the Lord and trust his promises. Um, the Bible's full of this too. I mean, Abraham, 100 years old when he finally has a son. Um, Moses, 80 years old when he finally gets his calling. Right, you know? right, right. I right. mean, we have such a short-sighted uh uh, perspective on this because True. Um, a lot of it, I think it's always been that way, um, but it's even more so in our age just because technology makes everything so easy and quick and satisfactory wow. day to day, you know? Yeah. Instant, uh, right? instant, instant, instant gratification. Yeah. <laughs> and it's um, that hurts our long-term perspective, even for our lives. And what we have to do is just catch a vision. And so I love that we're, we started with this uh, perspective because um, I wanted to talk about transition today. And you and I were, yeah. were talking about this already and how I really believe that not only can we look at what's going on in the world and say, oh, there's some transition happening. Yeah. But on many of our personal lives, transition is happening. Right. Yeah. And so um, I want to talk about how 
transition, what it can look like, what it can feel like, and how it might differ for some people. But I do believe there's some aspects of transition that are kind of always the same when you're walking with the Lord. Right. And um, yeah, so I, I know you're feeling that. <laughs> oh, totally. Actually, one of my, just kind of going back to what we were talking about, one of my sure. favorite stories, uh, you know, of 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 overcoming, you know, because mm-hmm. I believe those are the people that choose to succeed. And I believe that, yeah. you know, we, I, I, that's kind of what we're in right now. And so we, we are going to touch on that today, but you know, the fact that Michael Jordan got cut from his high school basketball. Oh, game, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, as a Michael, sophomore, like, just let that set in yeah. for a second. Mm-hmm. Michael, the <laughs> I mean, Thomas Edison and how many filaments he went through. That's great. You know, and oh, I'm yeah. sure from a historical standpoint, you know, filaments, no, but in our modern day, Michael Jordan got cut from the high school basketball team. <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan, you know, the goat. I actually thought of him when you were talking about basketball because of the, that story. Seriously, the goat. Yeah. And, and literally, he had a, a moment where mm-hmm. you could decide. Yeah. I, I can't do this. Yes. And I'm not going to do that. Could yeah. you imagine? I mean the travesty of the fact that space jam would never exist. <laughs> LeBron James would not be in space jam too. If Michael Jordan quit playing basketball. <clears throat> um, so it might be a toss up then on yeah, whether it was good or the bad. The Travis Scott fragment dunk lows would never exist because the Jordan yeah. would not, the Jordan one would never. Yeah. So it, it just, it's amazing what one choice I'm just thinking. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm, I'm a sneakerhead. If some of you guys don't know, I'm a, I'm a big time sneakerhead. And so, um, it's kind of a new, newer hobby of mine. Uh, over probably picked it up, you know, during COVID. But um, <clears throat> you know, I just, I, I just, I, I marvel at the, the whole way, the fact that one guy's decision mm-hmm. to, you know, stay and play, yeah. and literally he changed the game of basketball. You know, yeah. I mean, he changed slam dunk competition. He changed all yeah. these different things. Yeah, all because he he made a, a decision to endure through adversity well how much more those of us who are in the kingdom absolutely right so good yes have kingdom purpose and kingdom belief and and scripture and you know one of the things that we talk about a lot of times at at new royals you know if you've been here for more than a hot minute is identity is at the core of who we are Mm -hmm. um one of the greatest moments of adversity facing someone who is staring down the barrel of an opportunity to not be who they are. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of taking the long way around this to get this is the invitation of David to wear Saul's armor out on the battlefield. Mm. Yes. That's so good. <laughs> and, and because the culture around mm. him said, mm. you're too small, you're unable this is an this. obstacle that none of us have overcome. So you yeah. certainly will not overcome it. And then even in when David is demonstrating a boldness, David is demonstrating uh, an ability to be brave enough to step out, to go into this. The invitation of Saul is fine. If you're going to do this, here's my armor. Here's what I wear when I mm. wore so this is what look th- this is what I have succeeded in. This is my way, and when David puts it on and he puts on someone else's identity in war, he instantly recognizes I can't do this. Mm. This isn't who I am. This isn't how I've been trained. This isn't yeah. how I have prepared myself. 
And so I cannot wear this identity. I have to go out as me. And the way that he went out as him to everyone around actually Mm. made him more vulnerable. That's so good, man. I'm so glad you brought that up. That is incredible. He's more vulnerable. Yes. In the way that he's approaching it. Yeah. To the protection that he's actually being offered and that that protection isn't actually protection to him because it's an invitation for him to not be who he is. That is so good. And you know that he's chose to not do that, man. I love that you brought that up and brought this into this conversation because (laughs) knowing who we are and what we're called to. And, and when I say called to people, I don't want to discourage you that you be like, I don't know what I'm called to. I just mean a general scope of things. Like, what are you, what do you feel like you want to impact? What do you feel? Because God will carve out the details as you go, you know, so don't take on that, uh, that thing that says you have to know exactly where you're headed. You don't trust me. I thought I knew exactly where I was headed probably 150 times in my life. And uh, I'm not, at, I'm not at the destination of any of those thoughts. Um, but uh, Sean, that was so good because I was reading this week. Um, I've been going through Exodus and I was reading, um, oh gosh, I forget the chapter. I think it's 31, 30 somewhere in there, but it's when God anoints Bezalel to be a craftsman. And as far as I can remember, this is the first time in the in the Bible where God's spirit rests on somebody just to create like art right. basically. Right. But I just was reading that and I've always loved that story, but Bezalel had to step into that. He had to partner with that. He had, yeah. to, he had to think like, um, oh, I, I'm not called to be a judge that Mo, like Moses is appointing all these judges. I'm not called to be that. I'm not called to be a priest. All, all the things that would have seemed great in Israel at that time right. uh, among the people. Um, all, I'm not called to be like this uh, rich merchant or businessman. No, God's spirit fell on him to design and craft things. That wow. is just incredible. And that means all of us are are different in that. You know, um, it's so easy in the church to be like, oh, I'm not anointed because I'm not a gifted speaker or I'm not anointed because I, I, I don't know how to write amazing revelation about the Bible. Right, right. Well, that's then probably not what you're called to do. And if you are called to do it, God will equip you over time to do it. But you got to be okay with God calling you to something else. And some of us are called to be artsmen. Some of us are called to be craftsmen, entertainers, um, whatever it is. I mean, you might be the greatest lifeguard in the world and you might just start like a, a swim business. You know, well, I have a isn't friend that the thing though, that, that we kind of though, we've kind of done that. That's one oh, of the absolutely. problems with the church. 100%. We've done that. We've created this culture that says, this is what's mm-hmm. good or yeah. cool, or this is what you should aspire to be. Yeah. I'm not against ministry leadership schools or anything no, like that. I think it's great. I think leadership is great. I think it, it, mm-hmm. we're developing leadership characters in us, but mm-hmm. it's still to lead from who you are, who you are it is and not what you're to, supposed to do. Yeah. Right. It's not to lead like this person or be like this person. Or this is what this mm-hmm. looks like. Cause that's the danger because it's exactly what you're saying. We, we totally begin to undersell underplay yeah. uh, and devalue who it is that we are. And that is really one of the big bummers about that entire, um, totally kind of game that we're playing, um, Mm -hmm. in, in the church. And and it's not intentional. I think some of it is we just get super myopic and we're like, Mm -hmm. well, this person's leading in this style. This is super effective. You know, we're seeing lives being changed on mass, man, if we could just have more of those. And it's like, well, it's becoming glaringly obvious in our culture right now Mm -hmm. that actually more of those is not what we need. (laughs) Actually, what we need is a culture 
full yeah. of people who are functioning who you in, in who they are. And yeah. if we had thousands upon thousands of people in a community who were functioning in the fullness of their identity in Christ, we'd be clearing out hospitals. Yeah. Oh yeah. And not having to deal with any of this stuff. But oh, until man. we get to that point, yes. we are here to encourage you to do so and to be who you are. But yeah, anyway, sorry, I jumped in. I just thought no I just thought that's that was so cents. good. That was my well, it's it's, a, it's so important because so let's talk we're talking about transition now. In right. order to get through transition, uh you you usually don't know the destination. And let's just be honest. God is not that concerned with telling us where we're going, you know, and, and I should don't... be. Gosh, man. <laughs> and I don't mean in the day to day. I mean, Jesus is very clear. Uh, don't worry about tomorrow. Today is enough concerns of its own of its own. Um, I can't remember who taught this, but I heard once somebody say, like, basically, there's only grace for today. God hasn't given you the yeah. grace yet to handle tomorrow. Come on. Um, and man, I tell you what, I'm learning that. I've learned it. I know the theory behind it and I thought I had a grasp on it, but I'm learning it again in a deeper way right now Yeah. because I'm in transition and I don't know what it's going to end up looking like. And that's okay. I'm learning to be okay with that. And trust me, talk about perspective. I have my days where it's like, what is going on? Why are, why is such and such not working out? Why is this not working out? I felt like I was supposed to go towards this and it's not working out, but I'll tell you what, all of those things that are working out are either things I put on myself mm. or somebody else mentioned and I took, you know, because um, so many people want to give advice, right? Whenever we're in bad situations, so many people want to give advice and most of them uh, do it out of a good place. But a lot of the advice, if it's trying to force you to do something, um, it, it might not always be helpful, especially if you're walking with the Lord, you'll you recognize this. And I've yeah. had so many people come alongside me over the years, be like, you know, you should probably just do this. Why don't you just go get your safe job and, you know, security and, and, you know, then you'll just live a good life and you can do what you want to do when you retire. I mean, that's what culture tells us, right? Sure, sure, sure. And now it's like that system is starting to fall down. Like, A, that's looking dumb from a cultural perspective, but it's never God's plan either. I mean, it's clear God's our security. God is like, don't worry about this. He says it over and over and over again. I'll take care of you. You're mine. And when we gave our lives to Jesus. So on Sunday, I was in this place where um, in this transition we're going through, it's difficult. And I was thinking about pruning because I was being talked about. And I just got to this place where I was like, you know what, God, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm upset that it hasn't worked out the way I hoped. I'm sorry it I, you know, am mad about that. And I just got down again and, and basically said, God, it's yours. Like everything is yours again. Take it because I chose in that moment to say, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting your word. There's a reason these things aren't working out. There's a reason um, I've done all this and, and it didn't turn out the way I expected or hoped. And a lot of these things are practical tools and no, the practical doesn't always work. Let me just put it that right. way. Sure. Especially sure. when we turn it over to him. And so <laughs> right. I I want to encourage all you out there, if if you're beating your heads right now, if you're going through a season like mine, where it, it, it seems like it seems like the waves are getting higher and getting ready to crash on you and take you out. God is all about preventing those waves, but he's also all about letting them stand there so we can look at them. He right. likes us sure. to learn to trust him. And, and the last thing I would say before I let, let you in on this is that 
the uh, I'm learning more and more that the further we go with God, the the deeper the hole he lets us get into as we grow in trust with him because he is okay with us struggling yeah. and finding him in the deepest, darkest, hardest places. He knows what we can handle. Right. And, and so the further down we go, we learn more about ourselves, but we also learn a lot more about him. I sort of disagree with that. Oh, but okay. It's okay. No, <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear why you disagree with that. I no, love it's that. Okay. no, I think one, I mean, I, I believe it to be true. I believe the invitation of Peter, Peter's like, yeah. Hey, if that's you call me out on the water. And Jesus yeah. is like, yes, come yeah. on, let's do that. And, 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 and Jesus is looking at Peter and saying, come mm -hmm. like, yeah. here I am holding my hand out. This, this, I'm your target. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. So here's a daunting wild wave situation. Yeah. But here's your target. Yes. I believe that's the desire of the father. Yes. I, I believe yeah. that that's what totally. you're saying is here's yes. your target. Stay on target. Yeah. When Peter's yeah, I didn't eyes, communicate right? which, that. Which I, I didn't says, that. Yeah. Which it says, Peter's eyes all of a sudden come off of yeah. off of Jesus and onto the waves, and yes. so circumstance now becomes the target. And, I, and, and again, yeah. I, you, that was one of the things we talked about. Uh, one of the episodes of the feed too is if you ever try to train a kid to ride a bike, and I used mm -hmm. to back, I, I used to teach in a discipleship school, and I was always talking to him about you know focus and perspective and. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you teach a kid to ride a bike and you're, you know, you're sitting down and I, you know, my daughter's on the road, she's riding the bike. The last thing you want to do is say to her, you know, don't hit the mailbox. Don't hit the mailbox. Mm -hmm. Don't hit the mailbox. Why? Yeah. Because their eyes start focusing on the mailbox mm -hmm. yeah. to, in an attempt to not hit it. Yeah. And what they are naturally doing, as they are now 25 yards away from you and there's nothing you can do about it, yeah. they start gradually drifting right mm. towards the mailbox. Why? Okay. Because it's their focus. Yeah, so good. That's what yeah. they see. Okay, so, so yeah, I want to make clear, I didn't mean focus. No, you don't have to fix it. That's not his intention. You don't have to fix it. Okay. You don't have to do that. No, it's okay. This is, it, what I'm saying, though, is, the, so the invitation of the Lord is, come mm. find me. Our yes. humanity is going to have yeah. to navigate. And so what I believe the Lord is great mm -hmm. with and is okay yeah. with is the mess sometimes of, mm -hmm. of, and he sees the redemptive value in yeah. what it is for our natural inclination to look at circumstance mm -hmm. and be affected by said circumstance and the yeah. effects that those effects now have on our process yes, and progress yeah. Mm -hmm. but he stays right there with us. Yeah. Right. And his hand is right yes. there. Yeah. But I don't believe that those are, so I believe that those circumstances, and, and I guess the only reason I'm saying is I'm saying it like this. I believe that those circumstances are allowed by him. Yes. I don't he believe those circumstances them. are created by him. And, that, and it's hugely Absolutely. important because hugely. if your theology, no, I'm glad is you said that, that if your theology yeah. is that you wake up in the morning and God has set up a bunch of roadblocks that you're going to trip over, yeah as a teaching lesson, then all of a sudden we have this crazy picture of God that, that yeah. I don't believe is a theologically accurate and two yes. just reinforces, you know, the monster God, Yeah. which to, to quote uh, Brian Zahn's term, you know, I, I think th th so that's hugely important to, to recognize yeah. that. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll feel no because mm -hmm. my God is with me. Boy, I said yes, that really yeah, fast. Yeah. 
Um, and I just think that's hugely, hugely important to understand that. So I'm not even yeah. saying you were saying the other, I'm just, I was, yeah, I'm glad you clarified really clarifying that because yeah. it really is there. There are people that, man, they just, well, there's people who struggle so, with that. Yeah. So when I said like, he allows the big wave, you know, I, what I meant is some people would take that to mean he causes the big wave to scare you and whatever. That's not what I mean at all. I, I just mean that the, the, the closer we get to him, the more we pursue him, the more we grow with him. He he calls us, kind of like Peter on the water, he calls us and invites us into more and more right. impossible situations. Yeah, that he's oh, not you, afraid of. <laughs> exactly. You overcame that last impossible situation five years ago. I applaud you for that. I'm inviting you into one that's even more impossible because you had the faith right. for that one last time. Do you, do you have the faith for this one? And so it's like, I always say my big yeses when I'm feeling really good, because I know when I'm feeling bad, I won't say it, but I want to be feeling those hard things in the dark place because I, I know I might back up. One of my favorite things to pray the Lord. In fact, when I'm having a good day (laughs) or sometimes when I'm not, but usually when I'm having a good day, I, I, I love to say, Hey God, I, I'm feeling this right now. And so I'm literally giving you, uh, permission to, to take me wherever you want to go, to do whatever you want to do with me. And, and to, uh, basically I I'm signing the contract, so to speak right now that says you get to do it to me, even when I don't feel like it, because I, I, I know right now I want to choose the bigger, greater, deeper thing. And I want that. I know that I want that. So when I'm feeling bad and I want out of it, I honestly, I don't want you to even listen to me in those seasons. I want you to push me through it because I'm trusting right now that your will, your plan for my life, your, everything is so much better than anything I could ever do. And so I give him permission in those, because God doesn't, I mean, he does circumvent free will in very rare occasions, but it's not his habit. It's not what he's into. For sure. He for walk sure. With us. And I'm giving him permission in those situations to say, this is actually my freest will right here. Wow. And this is what I want <laughs> you to hear from me, God, is that right now I'm giving you permission to do whatever you want to do with my life. And I know I need to say those big, scary prayers then because I I want that. I do. I want that more than anything is I want to get, I mean, to get to heaven and have him say, well done, good and faithful servant and know that I was the one who said yes and did everything like he had for me. Right. To me, that's the greatest reward ever. And so when I can think eternally, I try to. And, and then I go through the hard times that I, and I'm like, why did I do that? But it's <laughs> well, okay. Think, I think one of my favorite parts about James, I, I feel, I, I feel like a lot of times in James and then, uh, um, okay. Where's the other count it all joy. Where's it come up again? It's Romans. Is it Romans? Uh, uh, I want, oh, it's twice. Gosh. Anyway, I'm, we'll get it. Someone really comment right below, now. help us out <laughs> or we'll just, or it'll be that thing. by the time we remember it, it Peter? um, no, Maybe I don't know. It's there. Okay. But it, yeah, it's there. But so picking up on James, I, I feel I feel like a lot of times it says you know hope you know uh, produces uh, proven character, proven character hope. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the punchline that gets overlooked all the time. Yes. It's like just count it yeah. all joy. It was like no, no, no. You're missing the point. Yes. And the point is the proven character. Well, who's mm-hmm. proven character? Whose yeah. character is proven? Is it mine? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. It is Christ in me. So what is what character is being proven? No, these trials are proving to me. I don't feel like I'm twisting it here. It is proving <laughs> to me what God already knows is inside me. 
Yes. These yes. circumstances yes, are so good. proving to me, Sean, mm-hmm. you're you're not garbage. You're yes. not weak. You're not mm-hmm. a failure. And so it is proving to so these circumstances are being allowed to prove to me mm-hmm. who is in me. It's not my it's not my cleaned up character on its best day is still filthy yeah. rags, right? Yes. It's not yeah. trying to prove to me my proven character. And I've didn't, I've gone through that. You know, I've like you know, yes. the anointing rests on character. Well, man, then I need to just get really, really good so that I can get more anointing. It's just yeah. such a garbage statement, but it sounds yeah. good, and it makes such yeah. a good point in church. It, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that character isn't important. Character is important, yeah. but whose character am I developing? Am I? Is it? it yes. is, and, and when I say developing, and some of you might disagree with this, and it's totally mm-hmm. fine. You're wrong. Um, it's, you know, <laughs> it, is, it is not me honing my character personality it is me becoming more aware Mm -hmm. of the character of christ that is that is already in you already in me and becoming more aware of my freedom becoming more aware of intimacy becoming more aware of identity because that 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 is holy spirit that is the fruits of the spirit that yeah. is the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, temper, self control. That is a fruit that yeah. is not, that is a byproduct of what is dwelling inside of me. That yeah. can carry anointing. So me sucking it up and pulling my bootstraps up and doing the best I can and trying to mm-hmm. be really good cannot carry any anointing. Yeah. That bucket has holes in it from day one. Mm. And so, so I think good. circumstance and challenge. What it does is it really does give you the opportunity for Papa to show you mm. really just how amazing he is in us and through us. And so yeah. when we have that revelation of yeah. the proven character that is dwelling within us, we have hope. Yeah, I mean... We become I, unshakable. I love what you just said. Right. We're, we're learning to become who we already are. Isn't that the weirdest yes, thing? Yes. But it it seems so backwards. But we should start so, a podcast about that. <laughs> we should. We should call it like something Royals or something. Yes, that's, that's what something something. I know. Oh man, I love that so much. It. Uh, I don't want to go too deep into this because we'll 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 need a whole podcast to explore it. But it, it goes back to believing whether we believe we're good or we're evil. And um and I you know I believe we're good. I believe that's what the Bible backs us up. And, um, and it's whether you believe that theology though, it's like, are we sinners always and just have to keep saved by grace? I mean, I used to believe that and I used to be terrified. I'd die in a car wreck after I sinned and forgot to ask forgiveness. You know, that's no way to live. It's no way to live. It's, it's an awful, um, just place to be in is that constant (laughs) disconnection from God, because you believe you actually can disconnect from him through a mistake (laughs) or through, I mean, it's such a horrible place to live. And, but if, if we're, if we Uh, truly believe right there is an entire episode. Yeah. That's why I'm not going to go there. Separation is an entire, if you like separation, (laughs) yeah, you are in the right place to (laughs) have that fixed. But like Um, to, to pull it back, I mean, so, so talking about transition and identity, yeah. I, I think these seasons of transition really, so what I'm learning for me is really all I have to hold on to is who he says I am and who he says he'll be for me. That's it. I, I, I can't look at anything else. I try to look at circumstances. Nope. I, I try to look at plan or I try to make plans. 
nope you know we can all set in our ways and, and try something and there's nothing wrong with that right and and we should give god stuff to work with don't get me wrong like put stuff out in the world whether you're a creator or a builder whatever it is put stuff out in the world give him something to work with but he controls the outcome he's going to Come bless on. it or breathe on it um and if he doesn't it's not a knock on who you are and it doesn't even make mean you made a mistake God's just doing something else that's different than what we think. Right. You know, right, right, I mean, right. I could use a hundred thousand dollar check right now, like today, and it'd be awesome. I mean, I could use it, trust me. But We're what is the giving instead, link below, by the way? If if <laughs> yeah. you know, if they're go to newroyalsawakening.com. Uh, if yeah. you want to give Paul a hundred thousand dollar check, there's a giving link on the newroyalsawakening.com. Yeah, and I think me, about that. I'll put that I'm in like, there right now. There you go. <laughs> I have all these things of like what I could do with that money, right? And I, God, if you said, and then there's that thought, God, if you did this, wow, what could I do? But that's not what he does, right? And then instead he gives me like a, a totally unexpected gift. Like um, like uh, an example, a, a month ago, um, we were just not in a great place financially. And what does God give me? He gives me, a, somebody gifted me a football signed by Joe Montana, which lit my heart up. I mean, that is an awesome, awesome gift. And if anybody knows, like basically the only other person I'd want more than Joe Montana as an autograph is Michael Jordan. Huge 49ers fan. God blessed my heart so much with that. He didn't give me the money I was asking for or could use and have all these plans for. No, he did something else. And what does that tell me? It, does it say God doesn't love me or doesn't respect my wishes? No, it says He's not worried about my financial situation. I'm his son. He's going to take care of me. He's going to lead us into the right places and take care of us. Come on. In the, in the meantime, he's going to give me a gift that on the outside seems, you know, it's right. not what I need right now. Right. We get so right. caught up on what we need. Yeah. Well, here is you like, go. Here's the link just in case I was putting it on there just in case anybody wants to know. Yes. Um, there you go. We're just going to put it over. Yeah, the $100,000 <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes, I'm being facetious. I love no, it. I'm That's not hilarious. actually. No. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's it really is true. I mean, transition and and I I think, you know, I I'm starting to as you are, you know, trying to find, you know, what are some of the where where are the silver linings, right? Because that mm -hmm. those are going to be the people that are bringing change. Um, yeah. I went to the mall, you know, and so we got to look for it in the big things, the little things. Mm -hmm. I went to the mall yesterday with my wife, which I don't ever do i walked into the mall and i was like wow i haven't been in the mall in years which is a good thing right <laughs> yeah. um uh, the mall only means you're just spending money on, on stuff you don't yeah. need but what two but there was two things i i said to my i said to my wife it was really uh, this is just me looking for silver net there's nothing spiritual about this at all maybe maybe there is i don't know um two things have come out of this so we walked into nordstrom's and they're literally taking racks off of the walls Mm. and their displays like where they would like have five pairs of shoes they have two yeah. right now because oh. of the supply, supply chain stuff yeah and the guy even said the that the shoe um mm. thing he was like you know we can't get any of the new nikes in right now like some of the nikes that he have they're like six eight months old and nike has released like you know 10 wow. different styles in in like dunk lows and stuff like that he's yeah. like oh yeah no i can't get any of that right now he's like the supply chain like this is nordstrom you know one of the mm. biggest players in the world yeah um and so I thought that's a bummer, and you 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 see where they would have racks on the wall and hanging stuff like that. Those racks are just yeah. gone now. Wow! And everything's crazy. like on the floor. So there's just it's so crazy. But so that's a bummer. But mm. then we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, 
And Buffalo Wild Wings got purchased by Arby's three years ago. <laughs> and the minute it got purchased by Arby's, the wings went. They oh, it's still man. good. Sauces are great, but they were smaller. The, the grade of their wings had changed, and it was noticeable to me. But because the supply chain is broken, <laughs> they have to buy the good ones now because that's all they can get. So the wings were amazing. Awesome. Like they brought the wings, and I was like, "What in the world is this?" And it's because the supply chain is is slow. Awesome. They can't get the cheap wings. They gotta wow. get the bigger ones, so they can't raise the prices yet. So I was like, "Supply chain upside," you know. Yeah, so we wow. so we found the upside. So that is a natural reflection. Yeah. What I'm saying is in the spirit. Mm-hmm. how some of our standard delivery systems of how we mm-hmm. have done things, mm-hmm. I think have caused us to settle for smaller wings. Oh, it's so good. And, yes. and having a break in our ease of structure mm-hmm. is causing us to get the, the grade a uh, yeah. wings. If you can see what I did there. Dude, that is, so. I love what is, by the way, it's funny. Cause I was at Buffalo wild wings yesterday too. What are <laughs> the, delicious. what are the, Oh, my wings are awesome. <laughs> it is. Dude, supply chain is, is so broke good. Down. I love how you said that because that, in, in simpler terms, we can look at it as like God often denies us the lesser thing because he's got the better thing for us. Right, right, right. Um, and and why deny, it's not even a mean thing. It's like that meme. I love the old meme where the girl's got the little teddy bear and, and Jesus is like, would you give that to me? And behind him, he's got like the most monstrous teddy bear ever that he wants to give her in exchange oh wow and it's like this question like will you give me your little thing you have so i can just yeah bring the world to you yeah and i mean when we think about who we are um obviously we're new royals that's for a reason right uh, we're royalty but we're also literally the brothers and sisters of christ we're literally God's children. And it's very clear over and over again in the New Testament. It's like you are like Jesus. He looks at you that way. He's in you. You're in him. Right. God sees us that way. And Jesus never worried about finances, never worried about what people thought about him, never worried if he was going to be influential or not. Even Jesus waited till he was 30 to have a ministry. Yeah. How many of us, like when I, I mean, I when, when I was 24, I was like, God, why haven't you brought me influence? You know, <laughs> like we're so impatient. And even Jesus had to grow in favor with God and man. It's the same reason and, he doesn't give a 14-year-old a Corvette. They yeah. would die. Exactly. Right. And that's what he's doing. Why, he's, why don't you have influence? Because <laughs> you're a mess right now. And yeah. you would destroy everyone. And I love them yeah. and you. I love you enough to not give you influence. To be, I'm just yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No, it's so true. No, it, it, it's 100%. Think of all the people who did get it and and, yeah. and like flamed out early yeah. because they did it through their own power and giftings instead yeah. of his timing. And I know I, I heard this amazing interview once with this guy. I can't remember who it was, but um, he basically said God told him when he was like 27, um, he was like, look, you if 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 I'm doing this, if you're going to have a ministry through me, he's like, you can have the next 10 years and build your ministry and then have a family. Or God was like, but if you want a family, like, I'm going to let you choose. If you want to start your family, the next 10 years are going to be about building up your family and your ministry will wait and then it'll grow. Wow. And so he wow. made a choice. Yeah. And I love that story because that story spoke huge to me because I right. chose family. I chose, I got married at 25 and, that, you know, I have six kids. 
And so I often get encouraged there because I love ministry and I, and not in a churchy way. I just love helping right. people. Right. But I also like, there's a lot of things I've hoped for that haven't come to pass yet. And that's okay. But I realized mm-hmm. like some of it was my choices and God yeah. blessing that if I'd gone off traveling and a lot of the things I want to do in the future, if I'd gone off and done all that, right. When I got married, my yeah. kids might not know me, you yeah. know, and, wow. and what, what's the bigger sacrifice. I, I would much rather be where I'm at now, even though it's it's difficult sometimes and trying and frustrating and right. uh, discouraging. Right. But all those things are because of expectations I created, you yeah. know, or somebody created for me and I accepted them. <laughs> yeah. But none of them are from God. You know, he's perfectly okay with where I'm at. I, I think, you know, it's good. We, we, we've, we've actually come up to our end today. I don't, geez, Louise, that went fast. How did we get there so fast? It's okay. You know what? We're going to pick up, we'll pick up, you know, we're going to pick up this conversation of transition next week. It's okay. (laughs) People, transition doesn't happen in one podcast. It's okay. But, um, but. What a transition. Yeah. What a transition. Right. I was like, I looked up at that. I was like, how how did we get to 45 minutes? It's okay. Sometimes we'll go long and then sometimes we just want to leave you wanting more. So, Hey, you know, I think one of the things, you know, if you're if you're in a, a place of transition or if you have an amazing testimony of transition, leave it in the comments below. Yeah. We would love to hear it. We'd love to read it. You know, yeah. leave some encouragement for the New Royals community. Yeah. And, and like I said, we'll be picking up um, next week uh, mm-hmm. about, you know, and then, hey, if you want to connect, check it out. New Royals yeah. Uh, I think our merch store is up. Is it up? Or it's, merch it's store is up. There's merch still, store is up. Uh, some other stuff being built out, guys. The it's, member section will come, be coming soon. Right. Um, we have some exciting things coming to the site, and uh, so, but the site's functional, and um, so I've made it as clear as possible the areas that aren't ready yet, but. We'll um, get there. Most of the connection stuff is there. Yeah. Hang with us. And you from around the world, it's actually amazing. A lot of people who are mm-hmm. connecting with New Royals right now, um, really cool. just even around the world, it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's like, wow, we're touching people around the world. This is so good. Yeah, so awesome. uh, like I said, we're super excited. We're on this journey. We're believing for this journey. And we're believing with you. And yeah. grateful that you are believing and praying with us. If you want to support mm-hmm. the New Royals and what we're doing, you can do that too. Uh, there's a, an opportunity to to give and just to pour into what we're doing as we continue to grow this ministry. So we yeah. are super excited about what's going on. We bless you and really excited. To just, we're going to pick this up next week. You know, we'll pick up the same topic uh, unless yeah. the Lord, you know, gives us a big U-turn and we head somewhere else, which is totally possible too. So bless Always. you. Have an amazing week and we will talk to you next week. God bless you guys. Have a great weekend.